Hello, I'm Bo. And I'm Aaron. And this is Old Games Plus, Episode 6. We're moving right along here. Yep. On uh, Season 1, Imperfect Works, covering the Tetsuya Takahashi masterpiece, Xenogears. Um, if you're new here, check out old episodes to find out what's going on. I'm sick of saying it. Yeah, uh, there's going to be some interference for a moment. Um, there's some machinery <laughs> running, and we're just going to have to deal with it because there's no other time to record this at all. Like, we just have to go with this. Rip. Um, I wasn't saying anything important. Um, like, comment, subscribe. The comments, we're loving the comments. Yeah. We really are loving the comments, guys. Yeah, it's really uh, cool to have that kind of interaction. Yeah, uh, keep those coming. Leave us a review places. Um, share us. You know, and even if you don't like us, you can still share us. How dare you tell your friends what to like? <laughs> you know, give them the chance to make up their own mind. So, um, so we're we're finding out a lot about Faye. We know definitively that this random uh this random henchman he was sent with is not his father. Yes, we know that definitively. So we could strike one guy off. Yes, we know for a fact this that is this particular man. This unfaced how he, individual. How, how was he so sure that that wasn't his pops? <laughs> did they go on Mari or something? Like, how did he know? What's really um, funny is you would think a guy with amnesia would be a little bit more open to the possibility, <laughs> but Faye was not even considering it. Like, the minute that guy said son, Faye's like, you know what? I'm, I'm taking a lot of shit these past couple days, but that ain't my pops. He, he just looked over and he's like, there's no way my father drives a <laughs> default gear. How dare you? It's kind of like Ford and Chevy in that <laughs> world. Like, you have a unspecified model of gear. You are not my father. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm sorry, guys. There's literally no other time for us to record. Cover the bike. Yeah, there's heavy machinery around it. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do for you guys. Um, that's just one of the quirks that keeps you coming back to Donneron. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you make it through this kind of annoying dungeon. Yeah, um, it, the I didn't think it was fun when I was a kid. I didn't think it was very much fun as an adult. No, because because um, you get caught like mid jump or mid attempt to jump. We talked into about this last fight. time. Yeah. yeah, and you'll get into a fight. It's it's ridiculous. So when the fight so ends, you just poof, yep, you just kind of you have to do all your platforming again. So yeah, I'm not a uh, I I'm I'm not crazy about this dungeon. Thankfully, it's like ridiculously short. Uh, but uh, we encounter uh, we encounter that squad. Yes, that. Uh, raided Bart's hideout. Yeah, and, and they, they've got a new, they've got a new leader. They do, yes. Um, a, a one Elheim Van Houten. Yeah, yeah, um, familiar face, and it's uh, it, it's really, it's really funny. It's not funny. It's actually horrific. Um, but they do pretty much nothing except for uh, dehumanize her. Because she is a woman leading the troop. Oh, they are not <laughs> happy about a woman leading the troop. There's only one of them. Um, uh, I think his name's Hellhome or something like that. Um, he's the guy with the purple hair, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only one even remotely polite to her. Yeah, yeah, he's the one with glasses, yes. right? Yes. Leave it to the um, guy with glasses. They have the character with glasses that's very serious. They have the guy that ju- the uh, the classic anime bad guy. I just like fighting. Yep. They've got the uh, the the thick boy uh, bad guy. Rink. Yeah, rink. Yeah. Um, they got um, the pretty boy. Yeah, it, 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 the gang's all here. Yeah. Um, the pretty and, boy's a meth head. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. So this is uh, okay. So as a kid. I just kind of thought that this was kind of a weird story beat. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 you know, because Ellie takes some drive. Yes. Because she, she, she told Faye the next time we meet we'll be enemies. And uh, by thunder, yeah, she's sticking to her guns. Faye does not like that because Faye's like, you're such a good person. You, again, 
being way more familiar than mm-hmm. he should be with her. Yeah. And Which that when I was a kid, I was like, man, he cares so much about her. And as an adult, it just struck me as odd. now I know the reason why as an yeah. adult. It makes I knew sense, why. But, but like looking back on it, like if I had played this for the first time as an adult, I would uh-huh. think this is very weird. That he's so instantly that attached. That he's so instantly yeah. attached and telling her what to do and how to live her life. I mean, he's right, but yeah. doesn't mean he doesn't mean he should be doing it, but it's very because, like, I think we live in um, and when you, when you go back and play a lot of '90s games, uh, um, with what we know now and what, because like we're very privileged mm-hmm. to live in a time where people are more outspoken about things in narrative media that aren't necessarily good for our collective consciousness. Yes. And I know everyone's gonna accuse me of what it's it's fine. I don't care what you accuse me of. <laughs> it's a good thing that like Me Too happened. Yeah, it's a good thing that like you know ethnic groups and everything are coming out and saying like we don't like this portrayal of us. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Like it, it, this is a good thing, and I've already seen how my children benefit from growing up in a world mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. More so than I did, because I had to learn a lot of hard lessons. Yeah, versus how you and I had it. Because, yes, we. Like, I, I feel like, I don't, don't want to speak for you, but I feel like we had to learn a lot of, like, we had some very bad ideas, and then we got smacked in the face with other cultures, and we're like, oh, well, you y- know. You like, know, one thing that I've I've talked about a few times, a whole ton with you, and I've, I think I may have mentioned once or twice on here even, is that, like, one of the reasons why Japanese RPGs and a lot of other things like anime and whatnot from Japan are so important to me is because I directly attribute them for stopping me from becoming another like backwoods like close-minded kind of person, right? Oh yeah, and it is because they they introduced us to a lot of ideas. Uh, yeah, it showed me that there was more than, than we would have. Yeah, yeah, much earlier than we would have encountered them. But um, so yeah, the phase overt familiarity and how he feels he has a right to mm-hmm. direct her to something else is very it's very odd to play as an adult especially if you don't know why he feels this way because yeah. Faye doesn't know why he feels this no. way at the moment and what's really interesting like one thing that's cool is like you know El- Ellie she she doesn't want to fight Faye and so she decides you know I really don't want to do this but I'm going to take this drive because I got to fight him I got this is what right. I got to do and Satan has given us a short we we discussed it yeah. previously it's like performance it, it's, enhancer it's a performance enhancing drug but it makes you crazy it yes. is it, and that's it, why I call this section kind of the game's PSA yeah. because it really is an anti it, it feels like an 80s movie anti-drug thing it really is in some ways you you looked at cocaine in the other room and now you're fucking insane yeah exactly <laughs> like, right because like because Ellie is, Ellie especially like she's one of those people that's like hypersensitive to it for reasons we kind of learn later yes um. And uh, so, like, when she takes drive, it is, it's, like, some people, they take drive, like Rink, for example, the, one of the guys in our squad. Yeah. He takes his drive, okay, I have taken my drive, and I am now ready to fight. He's, like, it's a little more level head for him, right? I, he, he, he fights better when he's had a few, yes. you know? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you know, like, we don't know, he could be a nice guy when he's not on his drive, but, like, he takes his drive, he's still normal-ish, right? Ellie takes hers, and she goes like basically batshit insane and one of the things that's that i never picked up on as a kid but when she takes this drive and she gets into this fight with Faye, um 
almost half her dialogue through the whole thing is literally bashing him for trying to tell her what to do. Like his insolence, a mere lamb telling yeah. an, an, an able what to do with their lives. Are you kidding me? Like it's, it's, it's weird that, very, that that's what she repressed. It, it, it's, <laughs> It's like she's a totally different person. Oh, totally. Her it, her um, portrait changes and everything. She starts literally actually, looking down on him. It actually reminds me of, um, for those of you who've played Persona 4, a game that's really been on my mind lately, it actually it really reminds me when the characters encounter their shadows. Yeah. How the shadow yeah. just picks at the one thing yes. they don't want anyone to know about, and it just picks, picks, picks. I can de- um, I can definitely see so that. So it actually reminds me of that a lot. Uh, as as an adult who had played, of course, Persona Four wouldn't have come out for another ten years. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we were playing this game initially. Um, so anyway, Faye. Uh, ten years. Uh, yeah, a Persona Four, the original version of Persona Four, launched on the PlayStation Two in two thousand eight. Wow, I didn't um, know it was two thousand eight. Crazy. So. Uh, Faye wins because he's the main character. Yeah, but he doesn't win it through like a regular fight. He literally like she spazzes out and he tackles her and holds her gear down until she stops seizing. Uh, Another yeah. PSA: Children, don't do drugs. No, yeah, and it, it, it's it's yeah, yeah. I mean, because like, that's literally you what said happens. it. She's just um, screaming yeah. and her gear her her gear is seizing. And it's it's a really because um this game is full of times when gears are very humanized yes and this is i think the first one because it, it, it's a it's scene the first of, one i ever saw yeah so um because i think nah i probably saw gundam after playing uh yeah a gundam wing afterwards and those are just big old robot boys yeah um this was literally the first time i ever saw a, a robot like like emoting yeah and so it, there's a lot of symbolism buried there yeah um and i remember as a kid i just thought the whole sequence was weird yeah, it was I just thought the whole sequence was well, really weird. Well, because it, it kind of ties into what we've said in the past episodes, I think. So, like, up until this point specifically, we have our mission. We are getting Bart's country back. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this happens. And we've gone a couple hours without weird shit happening. And now we got some really weird shit going on. And it kind of throws the equilibrium we started yeah. to think we had off. So... So yeah, he kind of he kind of talks her down. Yeah, uh, she's still not gonna leave Gebler. Yeah, she can't. It's her home. She can't. It's her home. This is you know he doesn't get like you don't get it, Faye. You don't have a, oh <laughs> oh <Rip>. sorry. <laughs> she doesn't do that. Yeah, no, um, no but, but uh, yeah. So he he tells her he's like, look, you're right, uh, and he gets really mopey and pessimistic. Which he himself says as a, his defense. She's like, "Why are you sad?" And he's like, "I just get pessimistic." But uh, this woman I hardly know won't immediately <laughs> pledge her life to me. Dang it! Dang it! But um, yeah, main character. This is supposed to be easy for me. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, he uh, he basically tells her one last time. He's like, "All right, you know what? You're right. But if you ever get the chance, like, just get out of it. Like, mm. stop. Get out of the military. Yeah. Like, just you know." And he uh, he goes off to complete his mission, which is um, attack the border fleet. Get the border fleet, and uh, this the the border fleet is where things I feel like start to go back downhill for Faye, and it's where we as the player get a lot of information just thrown at us, but we don't get any information at the same time. Like not right. A um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get a lot of proper nouns. Yes. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of stuff that isn't explained yet. And it's, uh, it, weirdly enough, it's not confusing. Even as a kid, I wasn't really confused. Um, but I definitely was 
really wanting to know what the hell was happening at this point because yeah, at, at, um, as an adult, I kind of felt like it was good pacing. As a kid, I couldn't wait to find out what's happening next, and I didn't fully yeah. understand what was going on. And as a kid, I thought I was supposed to, and just didn't. Yeah, you just as an adult, you can kind of recognize you're like, okay, they're planting seeds. Yeah, they're intentionally being obtuse. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Faye goes and fights. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get this really cool cut sequence where you get to like hover on the sand and try and dodge enemies and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but you attack your you attack the fleet and uh, you get to the flagship and um, Vandercom. Vandercom is there and he tells he basically tells everyone he's like stand down, only use my big boy gun. Yeah, like that's hey, all I want. Big you know boy that gun. Thing, like Rams just yells at me for my, my gun. gun show, I'll show, show him how good use the, my the gun. gun is. And uh, you get to fight the gun. Which was funny because, like, especially because the visual representation, I really expected something more impressive. It's a giant pirate cannon. Yeah. Literal yeah. giant pirate pirate cannon. Um, you fight that. Everything's going cool. Vandercoom is losing his mind, though. He has it's a, failing. Yeah. It's not working. He's not going to be able to prove Ramses wrong. Mm-hmm. He really wants something, Aaron. He really wants a... P- Pow- he wants yeah. some power. He wants some and power. Is there some? Oh my goodness, <laughs> there is. So, um, uh, Santa Groff comes yeah. down from the sky, yep. and he's like, "Hey, buddy, couldn't help but notice you wanted some power." Yeah. Um. Oh my God, he's Tim Allen. Oh God, he's the Tim. No. I just like. Like, Wilson's on the other side of the fence. Well, you know, Gross. Sighton is Wilson. <laughs> the, the know-it-all who just watches. <laughs> and gives him only enough information for him to misinterpret. To make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. <laughs> Why has there not been memes about Croft being Tim Allen? This Probably because there's not very much crossover between Xenogear fans and, and Home Improvement fans. But why not? It was 1998. What the fuck else were you watching on ABC? Like Roseanne? Was Roseanne still on? Was Roseanne on ABC? Yeah. I feel like Roseanne was still on, but I feel like Roseanne sucked by 1998. Probably. Um, actually, Naked Nights ruined roseanne so much when nick at night still existed mm-hmm. like they played it so much that i just i don't like roseanne anymore i know that's un-american i, just, uh, I don't like roseanne anymore i don't want to watch it what sucks is like super short side note i remember that dan is supposed to be funny but literally all i remember about that show is the sad parts which was like a they were lot everywhere joss whedon was one of the staff writers well there's your problem that's your problem god um i love the uh, robot chicken joke where um, Seth, it's Seth Green going through all oh. his Hollywood uh, things <laughs> to get help for Robo Chicken. Like, and when he goes to Joss Whedon, he goes, the weed so you're back for the weed in verse. And it's Seth Green goes, he goes oh, oh, I, I forgot, forgot you called, called it that. that. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, oh, which God. I actually think Seth MacFarlane is the emperor on those. I think he is. He is the emperor. But what I'm yeah. saying is uh, that casting is brilliant oh it is so good yeah it's so good um um the uh but um but yeah no uh yeah groff shows up he asks vandercom if he wants the power of course vandercom's like uh you know what if you got some he's like i'll take it i'll definitely take it because he's in the uh, middle of a psychotic break right now you get rid of it if you're getting rid of it i'll take it all right (laughs) don't i'm not i'm not looking for like (laughs) like groff is the guy that put like he puts his mower on the lawn with the sign that says free just it's free you just got to come and get it just come and get it (laughs) 
Michigan. So, um, uh-huh. yeah, that's a little Midwest culture for you folks. It, yeah, it, uh, when Midwesterners get so fed up with a piece of equipment, a piece of anything, really, we literally just put it at the end of our driveways with a sign that says "free," and we insist, even though no one argues, that they have to pick it up themselves. Yes, everyone knows that, but we we feel it's important to it's, keep harping. It's on part that. of the ritual to say it's it. Part of the yeah. <laughs> You have to you have to go through these steps. It's, it's a very ritualistic process of handing off your discarded goods. The reason it's free, by the way, is because it's literally junk. It literally is. There is no. But no matter how much of a junk it is, there is a redneck on your street somewhere who will be able to fix it enough to make it work for another month. Oh, my dad. Guaranteed. It it never lasts long at the end of his driveway if he's getting rid of shit. It never does. I believe Adam's done the same thing because Adam lives uh, right around the corner from from where I grew up and where my parents live. I I think he's even successfully done it. It's a really good way to get rid of that mower or that run-down couch you no longer want because it's guaranteed someone will scoop it. With your neighbors, it probably doesn't make it to the end of the driveway. Uh, Well, you know... They take it before you're ready to give it away. They take my damn (laughs) trash cans, so they... (laughs) You know, they take obviously they're taking the trash in it too. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. There, the, you know, there's a little bit more of it in us than we want to admit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'm only redneck, ironically. Um, the hipster redneck. <laughs> the <laughs> the, yeah, um, um, I pay eight dollars for my Coors Light. Thank so you very kindly. Um, I yeah, I drink Coors Light, but I only buy it in the <laughs> bottles. <laughs> Um, but no, so, uh, uh, yeah, Groff comes down. He yeah. gives this really like intense speech when he g- he's giving this like delivering the power, um, ignoring Faye. By the way, yeah, Faye's like, well, yeah, because yeah. like Faye and uh, his crew are like they thought they won, and so they're like mm-hmm. off on the sides, like getting r- figuring out what you know if they should head back if they should do more damage, whatever. And uh, Groff uh, soups up um, Dora is what it's called. It pimps the, his ride the, the gear. Yeah. And um, that joke would have been funny 12 years ago. Oh, yeah, it would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have been fresh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he powers it up. And then somehow Faye is the one who senses it first. Because we're not told anything. Faye just literally, like, turns in that direction. And we get a dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot dialogue. And then the other guys are like, uh, what's going on? Mm. Um, and then uh, our good old, our, our good friend Endorah shows back up. And... He is he's he's actually his gear has an aura. It's glowing. Mm-hmm. Um it's gone super saiyan. Basically, yeah. And you you feel like there's gonna be something big that happens here. Like mm-hmm. you, like my 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 RPG instincts told me, okay, this is boss fight round two, is what this is. I gotta fight the super tough version, and then I'll beat him, mm-hmm. and then I'll go back to Bart. And it'll be okay. Well, uh, he just scoops up all your comrades and destroys them in front of you. So that guy that that Faye was like unreasonably like his wannabe father. Listen, <laughs> I have no connections to you whatsoever. I could not care less about you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now, um, you know, Faye, uh, his hands are getting a little slick on the controls because, <laughs> by golly, there's more blood on them now. Um. <laughs> Well, well, so and what's dumb about Faye feeling that way is that those guys told him to run. They're like, "We got this. You report back to Bart. You're more important than we are." And Faye's like, "But no." Right? They were they were acting as soldiers. Yes. And Faye couldn't understand that. No, he didn't no. get that. That's what they were doing. Like this is, you know, like 
when we joined with the young master, we knew at one point mm-hmm. we'd have to stake our lives we on the mission. This is what we got ourselves into. This is our moment. Please don't waste it. Mm-hmm. And Faye's like, you know what? I'm gonna waste. I'm it. gonna. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Don't worry. Your deaths will be completely in vain. Um, but yeah. So he he watches them die, and as it's happening, that familiar heartbeat starts kicking in again. Yes. And we get like we can see Faye in his cockpit going through some serious like like the camera's changing angle. Like he's literally seeing red because the whole screen is freaking red. It's very like Hitchcock. Yeah. It really is. It's like um, and um. So basically, uh, what happened in Lahan mm-hmm. seems to be happening again. Yes, and we're starting to notice a formula: mm-hmm. witnesses' death. Yep, that he feels he's responsible for. Yep, Groff's there. Yep, and Walt he's Hall's in Welltall. Yep. So there's there there's a few pieces of the ingredient, and uh, one key thing to remember is that one piece of the ingredient seems to always be with him, and that's Walltall. Yeah, always. So anyway, um, but yeah, so we get a cut. We get like a flash and a cut. Mm-hmm. And then we get to catch up with Bart, see how he's doing. Yes. Bart, Sighton, Sigurd, they're all getting ready to raid the capital. They're going to take uh-huh. down Shakan. It's going to be great, except they walk into an ambush because they use the exact same path in there, the exact same way. And Shakan was like, I... Fool me once. Yeah. Shame on yeah. me. Well, what's funny is actually Shakan didn't see shit. It was all Ramses. Ramses had, he, he told Miang, and he was like, yeah, no, they're going to do this shit again. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be off beating some people's asses over by Nissan. Uh, just have Shakan wait. Right. Um, but yeah, they greet Bart. Um, Miang has this good little dialogue with uh, Sigurd uh, talking about how, and, and Saiten. It's really good because she insults Saiten in this moment. Um, yes. Because she's like, did you really think this plan would, would work? Hugo, have you been down here so long that your mind has gone? And Saiten's just like, I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> well, it, it, honestly, as a kid, I I actually thought it was like, man, someone's taking Saiten to task. Like, yeah, I was like, man, someone's really digging into it. But as an adult, I really don't. Again, as an adult, his mentality, his like where he is, is so nebulous that mm-hmm. you wonder if Saiten was kind of like, yes, get get him. It's not as though I planned this or anything. Yeah, like, you know, it, it, you really don't know if Saiten. Like how far the rabbit hole goes. Exactly. It, you don't know. Like Well, I think I said that like an episode or two ago. Like I right I've played this game at least twenty times. I have it almost memorized in a lot of ways. I do not know. I'm not far enough in perfect works to tell you either. They I, might not tell me in perfect I, works. I, be, I bet you they don't. Um I bet you they don't because that's like that, uh, but yeah, that's like sighting for you. So anyway, um but yeah, they, they get ambushed. Um, we get this incredibly badass moment because Mason comes over the freaking walls in the land crab. Well, it's badass until he can't turn it over again. Yeah. Well, Remember? Pro- well, it's not his fault. The propellers literally <laughs> flew like, off. He gets in, and they all get in, and uh, Bart has a... In, in, basically, they all get he, in, and Bart's kind of like, nah, 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 boo, boo, and then it won't start. He, he literally almost gives them a, see you later, stinky. Literally the Bart yeah. Simpson mooning. Yeah. Um, um, and then it won't start. Like, because like the propeller, the, the, the freaking docks shoddy maintenance on this <laughs> land crab, the propellers left without them. And um, I, it really, it, it, it has one of those, uh, it has the feeling of when you're trying to get out of somewhere and the car won't turn over, <laughs> you know? And um, you're like kicking at it and like hitting the <laughs> steering wheel trying to get your, come on, come on, don't do this to me now, baby. <laughs> um, um, but th- but but Mason redeems it because after the propellers leave, he literally just runs that bitch in a circle and yeets it off the walls and it jumps climbs out. Like a spider and jumps out. And uh, there's a moment where like 
you get Shakan just sitting there like, what? <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was like, no, like, the, the thing you're getting ready to say is it's so beautiful because when you watch this scene, the game literally pauses on his face yes. for a good like three seconds and it's just him like with his hands on his hips like well i'll be damned like you for t justice <laughs> <laughs> like waving his fist at the bandit as he rides off. yeah it's basically exactly what it yeah. is um, and it's so satisfying um it, but at the same time it's weird and like as an adult watching it, it's like his soldiers could have shot the fuck out of it. Yeah, like they, they it's kind of weird. They tried it after they yeah. jumped off the wall. But no, the thing that gets me, I didn't like as a kid. I just enjoyed the ride. I think, but yeah, now definitely. the thing is so weird. Is you got this super serious shit going on with Faye, and then this whole clip with Bart is pure comedy gold, basically. You know, cause which. Honestly, that's something I, because uh, I hear a lot of people, um, there's a lot of fans of Xenogears that don't like Choo Choo. Because yeah. they feel she she brings levity to situations that shouldn't have levity and everything. Yeah. And like, have you not watched anime before? I mean, that's like, that's like that, a core principle of it. That's one of the fun things about anime is there can be a moment more serious than any Western media can give you. Uh -huh. And then a moment of like, um, a great example is Trigon. Yeah. Look at Trigon. Yeah. Like, every, like Vash is fucking goofy <laughs> but he's also one of the best written and most emotionally developed characters yeah in any story i've ever seen um i love ash the stampede i think he's an incredible character mm -hmm. but he's flat out goofy and that goofiness actually comes into play where he plays that part to get people to doubt him and take him less seriously what was it with with 90s and early 2000s anime with having a guy in the desert have blonde hair and a red jacket Loved it. They loved it. Um, also, um, 90s anime and manga were like, your jacket was just way too big to be reasonable. Yeah. Guts. Alucard. Yeah. Uh, it's, al it's always the collar, too. There's something about yeah, collars. They love those collars. They love those big old coats. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, with a nebula size, it's only this long when you're walking, but when the wind's blowing, it's, it's like way yeah, longer. it's like a freaking wedding like, yeah. trail kind of um, thing. So, anyway... Uh, Bart gets away. Shakan kind of has a well, damn it. Yeah, and um, Miang literally just laughs about it, and uh, back, she does not care. Back at the fleet, we got well, we don't we don't get to see anything at the fleet quite yet. Um, because uh, does the show him go back to the Yggdrasil? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what happens next is they flee. They get to oh, the that's Yggdrasil. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's and the segue. Bart has yeah. he has a basic melt, almost a meltdown, because he's like, all right, we're going to Nissan now. Because they were told that Ramses is defeating the Nissan forces. Yes. And he's like, we have to go to Nissan. And Saiten and, S and Sigurd are trying to talk him out of it because they're like, we can't fight them. If we lose the Yggdrasil, we lose our power base. Yes. And Bart doesn't want to hear it because, because he's responsible Margie. for this. Yeah, for he, them. They implicated Nissan. Yeah. Or someone, someone implicated yeah. Nissan. He but agreed no to it. No one's mentioning no, that right no. now. No one ever mentions who they, did that. Um, but um, yeah, and uh, so... Um, but before they get the chance to really decide to do anything, Ramses and his fleet shows back up because they already won and they, they were heading back to the capital. And so they get into a minor skirmish with Ramses. And I call it minor only because Bart and crew have zero offensive ability against them. And they're immediately wounded in battle. Like the ship is is crippled. Right. Um, and Ramses, uh, we get a cool little scene where Ramses is like, you know what? We're going easy. Give them a chance to surrender. 
Um, don't fire on them unless they attack. If they launch any gears, just shoot the gear, not the main ship. I promised an old friend I would take it easy. And we get a cut scene of when he confronted Sigurd when Sigurd was leaving. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Ramses, he, he couldn't understand it. He was like, he's, why would you do this? He's like, confused. He's like... What, he's like, but my ideology is perfect. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean you're leaving? Yeah. Like, I made a better. Look, you stupid fucking yeah. surface dweller. I made it so good he for went, you. He went kind of Patrick Babin in that moment. Yes, it was. Um, well, it, it's like it, it, it's showing that in. Look how do you do you even do you stupid surface dweller? Do you appreciate how unprejudiced I am? It's one of those. Yeah, and yeah. It's um. And it's listen. I am so woke. <laughs> Do you not see that? How can you not appreciate that? Yep. And Sigurd's like, dude, I just came here to steal your guys' technology. I'm out, bud. Yeah, um, and, and like, in Sigurd, he makes it clear. He's like, look, Ramses, like, you're like trying. He's like, you, it was that. cool to do stuff with you, like, you know. Uh, but, but I'm out. You know. Um. So yeah, yeah. That's why Ramses. It's kind of like a light version of Guts and Griffith. Actually, it's, it's it, kind of like an extremely light version yeah, of that. It's got that same yeah. basic direction, only very l- not as insane. If it was someone that maybe wasn't as important as Guts leaving the main yeah. of the Hawk, kinda. Well, well I think um, I think it's more like if if that scene with Guts and Griffith had been written by literally any other person. <laughs> 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 so, anyway, um, so it, Sigurd did left and but Ramses is making good yes, on what he he's, said. He's he taking said, it easy. I'm going to take it easy on him. You I, know, until they try they actually they get their engine fixed, they try a bolt. And he's and like, "All right, all right, fuck Ramses you guys." Ramses is and you know Ramses, he this is also a, a military mind. He's got a military mind working cuz yep. he I've got all the cards. Yeah. There's nothing they can really do to us. There's no reason to go all out. Yeah, you know, he, he's like, why? Because he's not a he's not a brute, right? He's yeah. not Vandercom with no. his cannons. He's a, he's a soldier. He's a smart man. How is Vandercom doing on the border? By the way, well, people? well, we we get kind of a hint on that because <laughs> as uh, Ramses and them are kind of gloating about how happy they are uh-huh. um, of having captured the Yggdrasil. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, they start detecting, as they put it, a huge source of radiation. Uh, and then his entire fleet it fleet gets vaporized by a flying red gear. The red a flying, flying red yes. gear. Um, with little glowy boy wings coming out the back of it. So now Ramses is like, describe that gear to me one more, more time. time. Yeah, it, it's so good, too, because... Um, because cause the the, uh, the gear shows up, and uh, it's just wreaking havoc. Nothing's stopping it. And this is uh, the first time... I had to believe this is a, an incredible amount of distance it covered very quickly, yeah. by the way. Yeah, because it's like moving stupid fast, even for a gear, right. from the way they talk about right. it. Right. And uh, when they put it up on screen, this is the first time we hear this person be identified. This is when Ramses actually identifies him. Um. As the uh, the demon, the demon of Elru, the demon yes. of Elru, and so Ramses immediately bolts out there, and, and so by this point, it's really well established whether you're a child, whether you're an adult, mm-hmm. no matter what you're playing, the game has done a really good job of establishing that whatever whoever this demon of Elru is, yeah. it damaged Ramses's psyche so badly that yeah. this calm, collected, you know, brilliant military commander yes. 
is reduced to Vegeta. Yes. Every time he sees him. Literally. And yeah. I do mean reduced. Watch, if you don't understand what I mean by <laughs> reduced to Vegeta, watch Dragon Ball Z with a critical eye. <laughs> um, all he does is talk shit, get his ass whooped, cry, yeah. Goku fixes his problems for him. Um, yeah. And until very specific arcs in Super. Yes. And but, only then. But uh, yeah, so like he rushes out there in his bright. He has the. Okay. He has the ugliest gear in the game. I said oh, come it. Come on. No, it is du- it has a stupid head on it. It's the it's the it's, instruction manual gear. It's Goldie Boy and it's dumb it's looking. The instruction I know. Gear. And I they like could have picked twelve other ones. But no, he rushes out there with Miang and he sees him. And Miang he, is not she's affected literally by, just there. She she doesn't this demon of Elru does not get her going. Nothing gets her going. She's just there. Faye got her going. Faye did get her going. Let's she be was honest. she liked what she saw yeah. there. She was yeah. uh she was pretty okay with that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Ramses comes out and he yells at Bart and he's like, "Hey, is he a friend of yours?" And Bart's like, "No." And then Bart's like, "Do you not see him actively attacking yeah. us?" Yeah, because like literally the 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 demon is just at Bart and he's like, "Hey, are you strong? Are you strong? I I kind of like to know if you're strong." I really like the idea of this character. Um, I believe we have a name now. No, we're just told he's the demon of Eru. That's the only right. identifier we're given. So, um, yeah. The de- he has this very cocky, the anime bad guy that l- just loves fighting. Yes, and is know? and is dumb, overpowered, and knows it. The uh, and um, he's not finding a challenge here. No, and oh my god! So this is one of those scenes. This scene really got me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it, this is one of those scenes that really stuck with me because, and I when I when I saw it again here recently as I was playing the game, I lost my shit. Um. So. Uh, Ramses is one of the cooler parts of oh like being a kid. Yeah, yeah. So like Ramses comes out, he's like, "Hey, is he your friend?" Bart's like, "No." And even if he was, I wouldn't tell you, even though he just told him. And then Ramses, <laughs> like, I love that because he's literally like, he's like, "Does he?" And he's like, "No." Does he look like my, he's my friend? And if even if he was, I wouldn't tell you. And it's like, bro, you answered the question. But <laughs> Ramses is like, "Good." Then you won't mind me dealing with him. Ramses is getting ready to have his badass moment. The demon literally turns, <laughs> flies over, slaps his arm off, grabs him by the neck, or well, his gear, I should say, grabs his gear by the neck, slams it Choke into the ground, slams him. into the ground, knocking its head off and its wings, lifts him back up, and basically laughs about it. Um, drops literally him. does like the Bugs Bunny thing where they lift him up and spin him yeah. around and throw him. And so um, it's important to note here that um, Ramses, when he encounters the demon of Elru, he's mm-hmm. like, he's mine. Yes. And he doesn't get a shot in. It, nothing. He is not even like, it is literally, the fight between these two in this moment is easier than all you parents out there when you have a toddler coming at you and and they think they're going to be like tough and pick you up or whatever silly wrestling stuff goes in a toddler's brain and you literally just like hold them back with yes, one hand it was it was effortless the demon used less effort than yes, that effortless um so he um, tr- trashes him trashes bart and that's when sigurd has had enough and this moment this is the moment that gets me more than anything because sigurd's like screw this we're saving the young master engines full and they're like we we can't stop the friction of the sand we'll die and he's like i don't care we'll jump he jumps he literally like dukes a hazards the yggdrasil off the sand and drops it on the demon mm-hmm. and bart is like yelling at him he's like dude what are you doing you know how long it's gonna take us to fix this hunk of junk now he's like not having it and then all of a sudden the freaking thing starts to float up into the air and the demon is 
levitating it above him. This is an aircraft carrier, by the way. Basically, yeah. Um, for people that haven't played the game, this is roughly the size of an aircraft yes. carrier. It has a fully functional um, like, gear hanger. Yeah, it's, all that. it's basically a full-fledged... Imagine a, a full-fledged... Uh, 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 aircraft carrier was dropped on a, I don't know, like a uh, a dump truck size right. thing, and but the demon lifts it up. He's not even touching it. He's literally like lifting it force style. Yes, and he, he just goes dropping a warship on me is cheating. Take it back and throws it at Bart. When I was a kid, I thought that was such a badass line, and now when I'm an adult, it's like, why would anyone in any situation actually say this? I know. It's um But it's that kind of childish yes. cocky nonsense from that it's, this demon. It makes sense the more we learn about this character. Yes. It, but anyway, he he does Bart does indeed take it back. Mm-hmm. Um, um the demon's given him no choice. Yep. He throws it. Sighton uh uh, Sigurd forces Sighton to get into a, a escape pod. Um, why Sighton? But uh, he launches Sighton. Uh, Sighton gets carried from, by the wind all the way to the border of uh, with Kesla. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see what happened to the fleet and how it's n- it doesn't exist. It, it's Nothing exists. Yes. It's gone. Um, there are parts of Dora left, and Sighton recognizes that Dora is here, this gear... And how that's like a big deal because he literally says, he's like, I didn't know Dora was stationed here. I made a mistake. And it's just a hunk of broken junk. And um, we uh, we actually find out in um, Perfect Works uh, that one of Saiten's jobs when he worked for Gebler was um, designing and engineering new gear. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, Saiten, he basically what it is is he did not anticipate... Faye to meet this sort of resistance when yes. he went to the border. It was supposed to be just like sand cruisers, run the mill gears. So this is not what Sight expected to happen. Yeah. So yeah, this is a weird moment. One of the few moments in the game where we're actually flat out told, like, uh, this is not what I wanted. Yes. This is not the direction I wanted this and, to take. And as a kid, I just kind of like breezed through that in a way. Like it didn't. It didn't strike me as a as a big thing. But when I played through it here most recently, and I was really looking at that scene. This is the only time, I think, up until this point, where we're shown any indication that Saiten is actually, like, shaken. Like, he's a little shaken. Right. And funnily enough, it's just because he made a miscalculation. Um, Not because he just literally saw the demon throw an aircraft carrier. Um, But it's so... It's so weird because, like, when you're playing this, and even as a kid, I did pick up on this, you have... Faye meets with Ellie, fights her. He goes to the border. He fights them. Um, we see Bart and Ramses and this and this demon character that we don't know really anything about yet. And we're getting all these ups and downs. And then also we start getting more and more downs. And there's this major like tonal shift in the game right here. Um, and even just playing it, like I, I felt it this time, and I kind of feel like I felt it too when I was a kid. Like you just I, I started slowly feeling more and more like almost depressed in a way. And it was just because of the feel that just like the way the music was hitting, the way things were happening, because we just watched every character basically get systematically dismantled um, in some form or another. And it's like there, there's there's this huge tone shift. And 
it I don't know. It, it's one of those things where like when I was a kid, especially, um, you know, like borderline side note, my, my whole life, I've, I've really struggled with like consistency of mood um, because borderline personality disorder is a bitch. And that part in that game kind of hit me in a way even back then, but I didn't know why. Right, and it was, right. it's because it's, it's nonstop up, down, up, down, and then it's crashing. And like, I, you know, it's a trip. It really it's is. It's a trip. Even when you're a kid, it's kind of a trip. Yeah. And because when you're a kid, it feels like things are going, 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 and then everything stops. And yeah. it's kind of like and a, it's a hard stop. Kind of like watching a baseball game when you're a kid. Yeah. Like there's a lot going on, and then there's literally nothing, nothing. going yeah. on. And it's just super intense. And it was so weird because, like, as a kid, and even now, like, I don't know, it's just this hardcore tonal shift. And it's this up, down, up, down, crash kind of feeling going on. And it, it really, really, like, it sets up the next part of the game that we're getting ready to get into and, and getting ready to experience. It sets it up very well without giving you any hint that it's going to do so. Right. Um, because uh, after Saiten sees the fleet, um, we get basically a hard cut. Um, well, no, I... No, yeah, we do. We do. I almost I almost got things a little bit right. mixed, jumbled. And it's a bunch of characters we haven't seen before. Yeah, this is 100% because we see some dude playing an organ, and it's depressing music. And he's an elf. Yeah, yeah, which I didn't notice that. Uh, it's like kind of the, important. The, yeah. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of important. The very first time I ever, um, I ever played the game, I don't remember noticing that, and I learned later because of what that that's the, yeah. the thing going yeah. on there. It's but like I'd kind of forgotten, and on this playthrough, I was like, Wait, this, is his ears? His ears are a little bit. <gasps> yeah, I had one of those moments. Um, so uh, <laughs> super important for when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. This is literally the only thing I took from the scene because at this point I was on information overload when I was a kid playing this game. <laughs> yeah. So like I was kind of I was reading, but at the same time I was like I want to control my character. Yeah, I want to control me, my let character. Let me do something. Let like, me do something. It, not that I was finding it uninteresting. It's just it was so much and it was such a roller coaster of emotion mm -hmm. and I'm just like not ready for that kind of storytelling was okay. Yeah. But the, the so the only thing I took from this entire scene where he's playing the organ, there's a treasure chest yes. there. When I get to this place I have to find it. Yes, remember That's the treasure the, chest. The, the, remember the chest. When the camera paints it shows a chest I'm like whenever I get to this room I need to remember there's a yes. treasure chest because I bet that's good. Yeah. That um, one's blue. That means it's a real one. It's not a decorative one. So anyway, uh this man is um he is Sigmund. He is yes. Kaiser of the Kislevian Empire. Um, so in in Kislev has kind of this weird Soviet German aesthetic. They really mixed um, with a tad bit of um, like East West Germany too. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for yeah. with the Soviet. German. I mean, they, they definitely it's more so it's more Russia esque in a lot of ways because you know yeah. But like, but at the same time, that feel like it really has that pre wall. Oh yeah, vibe. So. Um, Oh, excuse me. Goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. We're uh, night shifters that we record in the morning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's technically like wind down bedtime now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the, but, it doesn't um, help that we're having a beer when yeah. we're doing this. But so anyway, um, he, he's told that someone's arrived for yes. him. And he's like, oh, well, let's go get him. Yes. And he goes down. And more characters we haven't seen before. A whole ton. Um, whole ton. You it's very clear they're working with Groff. That, that's about the only thing we're told for sure because they, that they say that much. And one of them is called the Executioner. Apparently female, yep. covered head to toe in uh, some sort of tribal getup. Really, is what I always thought it looked like. Kind it, of a, it kind of like this. Th this is not an impression I got as a kid because I didn't know about any of this stuff. Now though, it really kind of gives me these vibes of like, um, uh, like the anime priest, 
Helsing, uh, Vampire Hunter D. I can like, see that. This weird, yeah. like, almost like Inquisition religious yeah. thing, but not really kind of thing going on. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm uh, rereading Helsing, by the way, and it's so fucking yes. good. Helsing um, Ultimate's really good for, as an anime as well. The, I've actually never seen any of the animes. I've only read the, the manga. Neither of them are bad, but Helsing Ultimate is better. Um, so uh, they've arrived to give the Kaiser a gift. Yep. Big old, it's a big old like, shipping container. Yep. That's all we're showing right now. Whatever it is, he it's up to him to use it. They're not going to tell him. They can't tell him. They're just uh, going to give him the shit. It's it's yours. Do with it as you please. And um, he's like, you know, well, how's Groff? And they're like, well, he's rebuilding the hot rod in the garage, yeah. and Jill doesn't like yeah. it, you know. <laughs> so um, They're like, how do you think he's doing? He's freaking busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know how many people want power? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how many people doth want power? <laughs> he changed how he talked for this part of his life, okay? <laughs> Leave the man alone. But only when he's talking about that specific yes. thing. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, the Kaiser accepts this. Yeah. Um, but one of his aides is kind of like, is it wise to accept these gifts? And the mm-hmm. Kaiser's like, we are not in any position. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta. Um, I mean, oh, one, one thing real fast that I thought was really interesting. Up until this point in the game, we're really led to, we're given the whole Kaiser, uh, or not Kaiser, but uh, Keslev boogeyman kind of thing, right? Where like they're like the evil boogeyman over there. Where that's they're the a, that's, bad. They're the other. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, when he's talking to his aide, uh, right before they go to check out their shipping container, the the aide's like, "Yo, uh, the boarding fleet's dead, uh, and uh, Gibbler's severely wounded. We should attack." And the Kaiser's like, "No, no, we're not doing that. Like, we we don't have the resources. Do you want do you want us to just all die because we did something stupid? We're not doing that, right? Um, which is weird because he's supposed to be the devil." But, um, yes, and it, it, it's clear that he's not a completely bad guy. No, or or at the very least, not a completely. He's not stupid. stupid. Um, so, but uh, he uh, one thing that turns out to be very important in this scene immediately, while the rest is kind of like later important, is he asks the the executioner. He's like, "Look, I is it is there anything I can do for you at all to say thank you for this?" And the executioner is like, "Yeah, I got an idea," and whispers in his ear, and then leaves. Uh, and his yes. his aide is like, what uh, what they want? And he's like, uh, that's really weird. Um, you know that dude in the the gear that we just captured that was unconscious, the one that was stolen from us so long ago. She wants me to put him in D block with his gear. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So um, guess what? That guy is Faye. Guess what? That gear is well tall. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. The only gear stolen for ten years. So, <laughs> um. Faye wakes up, mm. literally in the movie Escape from New York. Basically, yes. Um, um, we do get a weird little cutscene with him, if you remember, though. Oh, no, wait. We get a weirder cutscene. Um, Isn't this when we first see... Uh, this is the flash with the film reel flashback? Is yeah, it? with the film reel flashback. We see that, but is this also... I don't know, because I know it's a kid's left scene. The the the, um, the little Faye with the hair in his face? Is that what you're thinking of? <clears throat> Hang on a minute. Yeah, okay. so, so I don't want to say because I keep saying yeah. things sooner, and I sound like so, a fucking idiot. But I was right this time. <laughs> so yes. what happens in this scene, right as he's waking up, is we we see him sprinting in darkness, basically. Yes. Um. The the necklace that we've seen so often is swinging like yes. a pendulum as he runs. Um. It gathers like a light in the center, and then has like a like a eruption, mm-hmm. and we see a old timey film reel style scene of little kid F- Faye kicking a ball uh-huh. with a woman yes. in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. It's just on loop. 
kicking this ball with the, with this woman. And Faye walks in, and he's like looking around, and we see a little kid Faye in a spotlight watching uh-huh. it. And Faye, like, he's like, what the hell? And then he turns around, and there's another little kid Faye. And this little kid Faye is the little kid Faye that has the hair in his face. Uh-huh. Um, and that little kid Faye says, you shouldn't be here. And then, boom, Faye wakes up. Which is again at this point when I was a kid, I just I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. I didn't really retain this that well as a mm-hmm. kid because it's just like I just I don't. <sighs> I like how different this game is, but I your, need to play a video game. Your first playthrough yeah. as a twelve-year-old, yeah, and it's this different. And it's this it's is the first lot. time the game does this to us. It's going to do it a lot. Yeah, this is but the this beginning is the first time thing. this game does this to us, and it's like it's like I just want to play a video yeah. game. Please. Why are you messing with my head? <laughs> so uh, I believe we get the next scene now, the one I was thinking of, right? Uh, no, no, not yet. Actually, I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong on that okay. as well. Yeah, because it is in Kislev, though. It yes. isn't your first visit. To yeah, because anyway. he he wakes up here. Um, the the nurse in the uh, what we now learn is the prison. Uh, yes. uh, hospital. Oh, I know where the scene Kinda, I was thinking of is. Yeah. yeah. So she, anyway, she lets him in. You, you've been unconscious for four days. Uh, you're in D block. You're, you're a criminal. You're a criminal. This is a city. You can do what you want in the city, but if you try to leave the yep. city, this collar on your neck will explode. Yeah. Don't try and remove it. Please yeah, don't do anything. Please don't try to remove it. It never works. Mm-hmm. It will kill you under any tampering. Yeah. And it's um, kind of like the original launch of the Xbox 360s. If you try to work on it yourself, <laughs> it'll fry. Yes. Um, um, and about this time, four dudes show up, one of them with a Cockney accent for reasons. Um, because of course, because of course, because <laughs> I think someone didn't want to type any more H's when they were translating <laughs> and, that part. Hello, what are we got here? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, um, just because I think that conveys this character's intention it, well, without you having to like. It's it's a very. I think it just kind of sells it, to you that. I think it really plays up to a the stereotype, and it, obviously, I guess it's a worldwide stereotype at this point. But like, everyone thinks. Cockney guys are little criminal low law, low lives kind of dude. We don't think of uh, of uh, Michael Caine. You know, <laughs> yeah, I we mean, don't. <laughs> we don't we don't think of the Michael Caines with the Cockney accents. <laughs> we think of the guy who has a couple teeth missing and yes. is getting ready to stab you outside of a bar with the dirty bowler. No matter yes. what era this no matter movie is what. taking place, no matter in. what, yes, um, um, the dirty bowler hat. Um. But uh, these dudes show up and they're like, "Ah, oh, good, he's awake. Uh, it's time for your baptismal ceremony." And Faye is just like, eh? and the nurse is like, no, 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 he just woke up. You guys can't the do nur- this. Yeah, the nurse is like, look, like, please, like, she's a, she is a medical professional. Mm-hmm. She wants to take care of people, and she's like, please, please don't yep. do this. And these guys aren't having it because they're like, look, dude, you either come with us peacefully or she gets it too. And yeah, which means they're dead serious. And Faye at this point is kind of like, fine. <sighs> You know what? In Faye is a he's a martial arts master. He's mm-hmm. very confused. He just watched two kid versions of himself watching a tape of himself <laughs> playing with some woman with a ball. After he's blacking like, out for four days. He blacked out for four days. He's probably hungry. This isn't the last <laughs> this isn't the first time this has happened to him. He's it's pretty sure he saw that Groff guy yeah. back there. Um He doesn't know what happened to his his friends. He still really, really wishes Ellie would let him like, you know. <laughs> catch a peek and nothing he's still thinking about alice's vaporized boobies 
he's he's frustrated okay he's an 18 year old boy he's frustrated okay and this guy literally came in and like righto you got a place you got you need a place for them frustrations it's right here mate come on he's like doggone it this is perfect nurse i i appreciate this but uh faye needs this as badly as they do so um but the blows keep coming because they're like you're gonna go talk to the champ and he goes and meets the champ, mm-hmm. who's a literal demon man. Yeah, um, the champ, I believe, is the first demi-human we see in the game. Uh, I would. S- he's, he's the, the first, first one with the character portrait. No, what? No. Technically, no, because if you remember, oh, no, the, uh, uh, there's a guy on Bart's ship who's uh, a, who's Franz. a dolphin man. Yeah, Franz. Yeah, uh, and if you talk to him, uh, whenever you're on the Israel, he'll play you random game sounds. Yeah, because he likes to collect sounds. He's the sonar guy. Yeah, um, yeah, never but mind. This is the never first mind. time yeah. we we ever hear. We're, well, he hasn't been yet, but this is the first time we'll be hearing somebody referred to as a Demi. Right, because at first we thought it was just like Dragon Ball Z, where like just some people are animal people, yep. and that's that's it. Because Dragon Ball Z literally never, yeah. it never addresses that. They're president's it's a dog. Just, there's some <laughs> it's not a meme, it's real. <laughs> and the president of the world, of the by world. the way. Yes, is a dog um, uh, with a very, very nice mustache. I think what I'm trying to say is play Kakarot. Yes. Kakarot was incredible. Was. Did you play Kakarot? Um, you know what's really funny? I haven't. And oh the reason God. why is because literally every time I want to play it, I'm like, I'm going to play it, but I have to get the collector's edition because I'm the guy who's the Dragon Ball fan. I've got the tattoo and everything. And then I look and it's still $100. And I, I'm like, yeah. It's going to do nothing but go up. Man. And I'm like, you know what? It's I'm just not going to do this right it's now. It's just going to go up. Yeah. I'm I, just, you know, I'll, the, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it eventually. <laughs> anyway. But um, um, he meets the champ and uh, a, a gentleman of uh, orcish appearance. And uh, he's well, actually Blanca. Very Blanca. Oh, yeah. he's w- When I was a kid, it was 100% like, oh, Blanca. Blanca. And when I was a kid, I was like, oh, he looks just like Blanca. And now it's an adult. I'm like, I'm surprised Capcom didn't do something. Like, it, it, it's Seriously. literally he's, Blanca. He's green with very big shoulders, uh, fangs, and orange hair. Yes. Um. His the literal only difference is two things. One, his name is Rico, and two, I don't think I've ever seen him uh electrocute anyone. Right. <laughs> so, um, but, he's the champ. Yeah. And they they talk and uh, he, uh, apparently here in D Block they run fighting tournaments. Yes. In and gears. Yeah. And, and um, this guy ain't never lost. No. And he also talks about how um everyone who shows up here, you, you know he he kind of reiterates he's like you can you can do what you want however. Um, you gotta go through your baptism. The baptism is is they put you into an alley, a blind alley. And jumped in like and a they gang. jump you, and um, depending on how well you do, you get better shit because this, of it. This reminds me. Um, so recently, uh, my wife and I wanted to watch a movie. We we're going to bed, and we just went. We were going through Amazon's free movies, and mm-hmm. don't be a menace was on it. Oh God! And the part <laughs> of that movie that kills me so badly is when they're doing the gang jumping. Yeah, because <laughs> he's like, "You fall down, you better pick your punk ass back up." And they're going in like the guy. And I never noticed this when I watched it like mm-hmm. before, but like this time watching it, like the guy even does the super nervous like breathe in and breathe out. Like yeah. they're really selling it. And then of course it's the uh, jump rope. They're playing like uh, hopscotch or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and they have a little rhyme. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what it, it's um. They call him G. That is his name. If he can't hang, he's got to get out the gang. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's hilarious. I love that movie so um, much. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, you're Faye's getting ready to get jumped in. in the, um, when I was a kid, I don't think I made it very far. Yeah, I don't. There's not much of a difference in how far you make it, story wise. I don't think story. I don't think it. I don't think in terms I think of it's story, possible to beat Rico. It is. Yeah. I've done it. Um, I'm going to do it this time around too. Um. Because uh, unfortunately for poor little Rico, I have done a little bit of too much power leveling, and any battle outside <laughs> of a gear is a cakewalk for me right now. Um, 
But uh, yeah, you can beat him. I, I story wise, nothing really changes. Like yeah. you don't get anything, uh, an extra scene or what have you. Um, I think what literally the only thing that happens is like you technically get a different dish in the cafeteria. Yeah, because they're like, hey, you beat the champ. Give yeah. him the chicken and dumplings. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> literally bragging rights, just like getting the rock paper scissors badge or the hide and seek yeah, badge. Yeah, yeah. It's just saying you did yeah. it. You were so, prepared enough. Um, but uh, yeah. So when I next time when I play, uh, that's where I'm going to pick it up is with this fight and uh, try and beat Rico and all his goons. So that's where our footage ends, dear viewer. So that's where we're going to stop. Um, guys, we're having a blast talking about this. Oh, hell yeah. um, I'm actually remembering a lot of how I played this one because I I never realized how like not like I was just overwhelmed through yeah. the sequence of the game as a kid. I was just kind of like this <laughs> this part especially cuz it hits you hard. And it, what's weird is I knew I liked it. Yeah. But it was too much. Yeah, at the same time, you still need that breather. Yeah, so um, we're about to get that breather. There's going to be a lot of uh, brainless bashing coming up. A lot up. of sewers. A lot of... Oh, God, I forgot about the sewers. There's God. something cool about the sewers, though, that you'll find out later. Anyway, um, Red Room. guys, uh, we're... We're having a blast doing that. I know our sign. We got to work on our sign offs because they're very <laughs> awkward. Um, That's our charm, damn it. So uh, I, I think what I'm trying to say, guys, is don't do drive. Yeah, don't do drive. Don't and, do uh, drive. Get out of the military. And if you do do drive, uh, let us know. And um, if you can draw Groff wearing one of those Tim Allen flannels oh God, from no. the 90s. <laughs> and, um, and put Sighton behind a, 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 a wood fence. I'll sign off. Uh, my mother's met Tim Allen. Yeah, my uh, did you not see that? Ever see that hat at my house? So oh, uh, my parents used to go to the Indianapolis 500 every year. Yeah, that was a tradition for them. They loved it. Um, my mom was wandering around uh, one night, probably a little drunk, probably, and um, <laughs> she stumbled upon a uh, hot tub and uh, like at a hotel or something. I don't know. This, this story gets <laughs> weird, but she has photographic evidence and their signatures. Wow. Um, but. She stumbled upon uh, these guys hanging out in this hot tub, and one of them was literally Mario Andretti, the racing legend That's who insane. has done amazing things in every single format. He's raced in several different formats. Yeah. He's incredible. Um, and my mom was like, Mario Andretti, my husband's such a huge fan. My dad fucking loves Mario Andretti. Mm -hmm. um, so she's like, can I get your autograph? And he's like, yeah, sure. And the guy kind of jokes. He's like, do you want his too? And my mom's like, what? And she looks over, and it's Tim Allen. Jesus. Tim Allen's just hanging out with Mario Andretti. And my mom's like, oh, my God, i got to buy something real quick. <laughs> and they're like, look, we got a hat. We'll give you the hat, and we'll sign it. You know, like, wow. and like my mom, when she tells the story, it's like, it's very clear that they were like, just get her the hell away from well, us. She was probably you know? drunk and loud. Um, <laughs> she's loud anyway. My mom, yeah. I love my mom to death, but she's a loud woman. But she is. Anyway, so yeah, I'll leave you guys with that. My mom is my, oh my God, my mom probably got the power. <laughs> like, Damn it. My mom. Let this meme die before it begins. No. Um, <laughs> listen, Donner, I'm faithful. D do some. <laughs> make this count, okay? <laughs> Use this. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Later, guys.